G'day everyone, welcome to another episode of Chewing the Bat, where we delve into numerous sporting topics around Australia and also across the globe. In this episode... And in Tokyo. <laughs> and in Tokyo. In this episode, we're going to give you highlights of the week and Olympics, Olympic chat. As always, I'm joined by fellow sporting diehard and good mate, Gus, Gus Bus. how you going? Good, Jack, how are you? Yeah, very good, mate. That's good to hear. Excited for this one. Excited, revved up, fired up. Ready to go. Horse is hot. <laughs> Or cold? Nah, hot. Hot today. Hot today. And once again, thank you, Producer Frey, for coming in and helping us put this podcast together. I've been waiting a year for this one. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't well, we all? have. We got hyped. We actually didn't start the podcast this no, time last no, year, did no. we? No, we didn't exist. That's right. So Thank we, you, we, COVID. We were hyped for viewing purposes. Mm. Mm. Now we're hyped for both viewing and recording purposes. Yeah. Chewing the bat established 2020. Don't think so. Because <laughs> not. <laughs> Maybe the idea came into fruition in 2020, but might have been floated. Not with not with a name, that's no, for sure. No, definitely not. Um, yeah, so we're gonna start off, boys, by once again thanking a long, very, very long time podcast sponsor, Kiala Organic Beef. They are 100% certified organic grass-fed beef and pork, straight for them from their local farm in Toowoomba, and straight to your door. Or workplace, or wherever you are, or wherever you want to be, they'll all deliver it. That's it. Yes, we got it. <laughs> now, he did that. I want everyone to know, Jack did that without reading anything because the iPad locked and he doesn't know the passcode to get in. Yeah, I felt good too. Just did that straight off the top. <laughs> straight off the top with Tombo. Shout out to Tombo. <laughs> Shout out to him. 50-50 um, ratio of getting on the podcast and if it gets posted. That's true. One I'd... for one. <laughs> yeah. Did you tell him? Or is he just waiting just, for? He's just, he's just waiting, waiting for his drop. So we did record a podcast with Tombo. What two weeks ago now? Just two or three. Away. Yeah, we had terrible, terrible troubles with the um, terrible troubles with the levels. <laughs> just little tickle of orange on the volume, which was <laughs> apparently a mistake. So notes for um, producer Frey's for future recordings. And make sure make sure we have producer Frey for future recordings. And green is good. <laughs> it's very good. Orange is a stop sign. <laughs> You meant to slow down for <laughs> traffic. Traffic light si- <laughs> yeah. system. Traffic light system. Yeah. Mm. That's down. good. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, try to. Um, and for those also, I guess it's good to mention for uh, our sponsor, Kiel Organic Beef, we have a link in our LinkedIn page to their website. No. Yes, we do. Not link. Not, it's not LinkedIn. Linktree. Link Sorry. <laughs> we should get on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> we should get on there. We definitely get should. Get some connections. Linktree. I'm Instagram on LinkedIn. If everyone wants to hit me up, I'm l- I'm looking to build connections. Oh, okay. I've probably about got about thirty. That's good. Looking to build. All right. Well, I haven't been adding people, but if people could just search me up, Angus, always Angus Horner. Yep. That's always good to see the name. Always good to get the notification you've been viewed this week on LinkedIn. <laughs> always good to know if someone's checking me out. That's good. Because <laughs> it tells you. A little boost to the morale. But it says if you want to know who, you have to get premium. They won't tell you who's having a look. You've got to fork out a bit of coin model. for premium, I'm guessing. I think so. I believe so. It's probably worth it. Yeah, get to know those stats. <laughs> I, t- I have Jonathan Thurston on LinkedIn. Surely not. Or has, like, does he follow you? We're a connection. It's like being friends on Facebook. We're, we're a connection. We're firsts. <laughs> What's the connection? We're what connected. Point? We're added. <laughs> okay. That's what it's called on LinkedIn. <laughs> 
Jonathan Dustin AM. Oh, good on you. Thanks, mate. That's a good one. <laughs> that's a good get. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's a good get. Secured. Mm. Um, boys, Olympics. You. Very good. Um, we had the opening ceremony yesterday or last night, was it? Mm-hmm. Um, Friday night so for Friday us. Friday night. Friday night. AEST. That is correct. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Sporting time. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Bingo. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> Sporting, Sporting time. time. I like that. Um, so, thoughts on the opening ceremony, producer Frey, for you, because <laughs> it was a very, for me, it was very, it was, it was very much Japan. It was a very, a lot of expressive dancing. They paid tribute to um, those that, that had passed in the past. <laughs> I didn't get that one right, did I? But anyway, you, you got it right. It's just right. a funny combination of words <laughs> yeah. um, and a tragic topic. Exactly, and I think what was the? It was in the seventies. The Israeli Olympic team unfortunately got held hostage, mm. and the the whole team died. Is that right? You, I don't know about. I think most of them. How many was? Sure. Of which, anyway, it was, it was so a lot of yeah, people. no city since then has paid tribute to that team. Until Japan last night, so that was kind of cool. It's a pretty big story. It's actually. a very big story. Um, before that, there was a lot of expressive dancing, people in white some running pictograms. Some what? Pictograms. A lot like of pictograms. They went below. I saw a highlight. They went below the yep. white screen. Yes. And they kept popping up for each sport. Yep. Archery. Exactly. Shooting. <laughs> Boxing was like this. They were throwing a jab because the left arm was fully extended. <laughs> Good techers. They weren't. They weren't up here. They were out. Out, jab, jab. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, and then it got into the team walkouts, right? Yep. Which I'll jump in here. Go. I thought it was pretty interesting because uh, I was sitting there with Kimbo in the stadium. Going, Kimbo slice. Yeah. No, virtually, Shadow. virtually in the stadium. Um, thinking, man, this is a weird order. They're walking out in a weird order. Yeah, the teams. Yeah. Was it? So yeah. Yeah. I'll break it down really quickly because I had to Google this. I'd like to know this too. This, yeah. Greece always goes first. That's a plank. Oh, because that's, they started the Olympiad. That's, the, that's where Olymp- yep. the Olympics fair started. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. And then they always walk out in alphabetical order. However, they walk out in the alphabetical order of the host country. So that's why Iceland was the first. Oh, in Japanese, the alphabetical order. Yeah, so I think they started. Oh, right. I think okay. they started with the vowels, and then yep. they go through the consonants. So it's gotcha. I, A. That's yes. why it was like Iceland, Iraq, Israel, and then we got into Azerbaijan, Australia. Yeah, and then okay. I turned it off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> After Australia, and then at right at the right at the end, it's the following few, the next two people to host is right at the end. So France and who's doing the Winter Olympics. Not oh, too I, sure. I never know who's doing yeah. the Winter Olympics. So anyway, and friend, then yeah. the last person to come out is always the host country. Who's doing after Paris the Summer Olympics? It's somewhere big, right? It's LA. That's right. Yeah. La. yeah that's so going to be cool. France and America would have come. So it goes... Paris, LA, Brisbane. Vegas. But before that, Tokyo, Rio, Rio London, London, Beijing. <laughs> Brisbane. <laughs> Brisbane. <laughs> Throw Brisbane. Mate. <laughs> Well, if we you're sh- we wanted, we've already had it. Australia's already had it, it twice. So times. Yeah. Well, I don't think we had very much competition on this one. People don't want it anymore. Oh, Qatar was it's in there, though. Well, 
Qatar was in there. Qatar's yeah. doing the Soccer World Cup. Yeah. So is that still is that the next one? I think so. Yeah. Because Russia just had it. The Soccer World Cup well, going to some real. It's a big. It's a big one for a city to take because they go into a lot of debt. Yes. Right? And they rely on just the local economy. Getting a bit of a up. boost. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's like we'll we're we're gonna lose money right now. Hopefully. You guys sell some coffees or something. <laughs> Help us out. Do something. Yeah. <laughs> but because we, I guess for Brisbane, hopefully it will spur on some infrastructure. Like I know that I've heard Before talks you... about like Roma Street getting some new train lines and mm. yep. it's like when we had the, when Brisbane had the World Expo in 88, that's why South Bank is a thing. South Bank yes. used to be an industrial area, which is why the brown snake is so brown. <laughs> it's just a spit, Respect. spit waste stuff in there. And then they sort of left behind like the Japanese temple and the Japanese gardens and they sort of built out South Bank from then, I think. Right. So, so hopefully we get a little, little cool boost. Well, we're getting that new new casino and new infrastructure on that other side of the river over True. over to South Bank. True. Into, plus, Southeast Queensland already has the infrastructure to host an Olympic Games. We did the Com Games a few years ago. Yep. Gold Coast. If you stretch between... Sunny Coast. Goldie to Sunny. Beautiful. Plus, I think they were talking about they'll redo the Gabba. Like, the Gabba will be yep. the track. I, th- I think they were doing that anyway. Mm. Well, because they keep being threatened to lose test cricket if they don't. Because Adelaide revamp. got redone, WA got redone. Yep. Yep. And the Gabba's like... Gabba's, I like the Gabba. It's great. How it is. Yeah. It's, that's a little bit older. I like that old school feeling, though. Mm, me too. I like how there's a building next to it that comes in to the concourse. Yes. On one of the sides. Yeah. There's a little corner. Yeah. Kind of like the cheese building on the sunny coast. <laughs> yes. Do you reckon the cheese has gone to see the cheese building? Well, he was staying in Malulba for a bit. Far definitely. out. I hope someone told him about he it. He would have definitely seen it when he was on the beach. And been like, oh, that's a funny looking thing. Looks like a bit of block of cheese. Because <laughs> for locals, that's a well-known icon. It is. Hopefully in, someone with told bra- the With boys. that um, surf break out in the Malulba. Yeah, the cheese. cheese. So hopefully the cheese went to the cheese. Hopefully. Eating a bit of cheese. The trifecta. Dr. Seuss. <laughs> some big, some small. Um, shall we rip into some Olympics? Sure. Let's, let's stay with the opening ceremony because there's a couple things that are pretty cool and I want to highlight. First of all, his name is Peter Tau Fatoa Fua. He is from Tonga and mm-hmm. he is a Taekwondo athlete. I was going to say Taekwondoist. Taekwondoer. Oh, <laughs> brilliant. Anyway, he gains um, some stardom and a bit of traction three years ago. Sorry, not three Olympics ago. <laughs> coming out, lit off, oiled up, waving the Tongan flag. Yeah. And boy, boy, did the fans love it. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Anyway, he's come out for a third Olympics. Ju- juiced up, juiced up, up. Looks probably a little bit bigger. Not as shredded. But Interesting. Yeah. So f- after from each Olympics, he's looking bigger, stronger. The first one he came out, he was absolutely, he was a joke. He was <laughs> very, very strong. Anyway, he's come up. He's come out wow. again. Wow. Do your own and, research, um, everyone. Yeah. Do your own research. Worth a Google. Definitely worth a Google. Maybe go incognito on that. One. <laughs> we could put it on a story or not. Um, I think we should. So that was that was a great highlight because he caught he he caught some caught your eye. Yeah, caught my eye. Mm. As caught your attention. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But, unfortunately for your attention, have you seen their beds? No. <laughs> I don't know how to phrase Go it on. politely. They're anti... 
anti-love making beds in Olympic Village for COVID <laughs> safety. Oh. To stop, to stop, because you know, like that's a renowned thing that in the vi- in the village, all these athletes all oh, they're getting together and you know all excited big be- because they have to be the countries are athletes. kept apart for yeah. COVID, but also the beds are designed such that they can only support one person's weight and no sudden movements. They're made of cardboard. <laughs> no Really? Literally. No. So that they would collapse. What about the big boys? What about sumo? Yeah, I don't know. Do we have sumo in the Olympics? That's a... Oh. Like rugby sevens? Samu Karavi? What about within your country? Do you have normal beds? Like, can you... I believe it's... I think frolic it's... Frolic within your country? I don't or? think so. I think it's not... Oh. I mean, I, to be fair... Well, anyway... Yeah. yeah, it's not a huge deal, I guess. Like you can live with it, but that's for an athlete. You'd guess it'd be like you know, almost part of the fun, meeting new people. Almost out. part They're of the also- fun. <laughs> All right. They're also making the showers out of cardboard and the, <laughs> the tables. Well, that apparent. Did you see like a couple of days ago the NRL said they want to be in the Olympics for Brisbane? Yeah, I did see that actually. They would not be coping with the cardboard <laughs> beds because <laughs> no. the boys can't cope with they the bubble. No, <laughs> they can't cope with one week in a bubble, mate. No. Oh, there'll be some issues there. Anyway, we'll come back to that towards right. the end. Um, also, in the ceremony, mm. very cool for the Aussies, Paddy Thrills. Patrick Mills bearing the flag alongside... Patrick Thrills Mills. <laughs> Patrick Thrills alongside... Um, <laughs> Jeez, I've gone blank. Kate Campbell. Kate Campbell. Um, Both in their fourth Olympiad. Yeah, very good. And our first Indigenous um, flag, bearer. flag bearer. Super cool. Very yeah. cool. Because I think in 2000... Kathy lit the torch, but Andrew Gaze brought out the flag. That's cool. Another hooper. Yep. But yeah, very cool. Uh, Patty was saying that they've got a heap of indigenous art and they've got the flags up in the Australian section of the village. Yep. Like he said, he was really happy with it. Like everyone's sort of getting around it. So it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Well, he's been a very big advocate for the indigenous community and sport Mm. for as long as he's been playing professional sport. So Yeah. Yeah. Huge. Like I know he got uh, indigenous night going in San Antonio. In the NBA, yeah, like they obviously that's they have their own people, yep. but they did a little shout out to Patty, like he had a bobblehead with his with the Torres Strait and the yeah. Aboriginal flag on it. it yeah, dope. and everyone's get everyone gets around it too, and he's a very because he's a very likable person. Whatever he's doing, people will get around. Seems to have boundless energy and positivity yeah. for doing good. Like when he after the fires, he came back and he was doing a heap, got a bit of community work, helping out, donating stuff, helping out where he could, yep. just shedding some light. So he genuinely cares for his community and for definitely for his Aussies. He so. does, yeah. He does a lot. He got going. Um, he started the, I think it's called the Indigenous Basketball League. Yep. And it, they run in different um sort of hubs throughout the country, so they don't have to travel too far. But like, there's one in sort of southeast Queensland. There's one in the NT. Right. There's one out west, maybe. So he started that. He started, and then they do like tournaments. And then I think the finalists go to a central location for a big final week or something, or big final finals. That's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Just trying to like get some get some pathways and just get some get some extra sport going. Well, That's well, what he knows. Well deserved too. So the That's f- awesome. It's his fourth. Only, just the best. And, and we'll come back to some boomers chat soon. But gee, they're looking good. They look pretty good. Looking pretty good. Um, lastly, on the opening ceremony, it was a topic a few weeks ago we were talking about and very controversial throughout Wimbledon. I think Wimbledon. Naomi Osaka. Was that Wimbledon? Yeah, just before. The French. Wimbledon. The French, sorry. Yeah. So she pulled out of the French due to mental health concerns. I think it was due to the press. From Is that right? 
Something um, along the lines I of. I think she. I think it sounded like she would consider that sort of like a like a trigger. Like it was. She was obviously mm. not feeling her best anyway. She sort of said like it's been a couple of years. Like I'm sort of feeling not not good. not not and, at my best. And, and ideally, I would like to not talk to the press because that is another thing that sort of gives me anxiety. Exactly. And I thought it was very good for her to be super open about it. Yeah. And now she's been, which is awesome. She's been given the opportunity. She was given the opportunity to light the cauldron. Which is a very short list, we were saying before. First tennis player to do so, I believe. True. Yep. That's pretty cool. Um, I can't think of any in the past. No, I only went back to 2000. Saw Kathy Freeman. That was cool. And that's my knowledge. That's the <laughs> extent of my knowledge. That's uh, pretty cool. Yeah. So apparently the walk up to the cauldron, as every Olympic year, is quite long. Long Would set you, of steps. Surely, surely. I'd be getting puffed. I'd be getting puffed and nervous. A oh, couple yeah. of trips in there. Likely. For me. <laughs> Obviously, Naomi didn't. No. But for me, I'd be likely. <laughs> because you have to think, you can't just watch the stairs because you, you're carrying a big, big heavy torch that's on fire. You, You've got to be careful a lot of, with that. A lot of multitasking too. <laughs> that's a lot. You're not just walking and carrying the, the torch. You've got to worry about the height of each step, depending on the height <laughs> of the step. They're probably usually the same. <laughs> you never know. They vary you it never up. Know. I hate staircases that vary it. She could be walking on an incline and decline. You, you never know. You never know. Tough job, but well we're, done. We're probably own. overstating it. She probably just walked up the stairs. Did a circle, walked up the stairs and <laughs> lit the cauldron. We're probably overstating it. That's why we're not professional athletes. <laughs> That's right. We're so tight at the idea Our of walking tor- up stairs. <laughs> yeah, with a torch. With a torch. With a candle. It's too much to handle. We've got a, ha- we've got a candle here, man. We, we give the candle it a- out. I think it's going to be a, a, um, a long-running tradition in this, uh, the Delve studio. Is The fl- lime basil. The lime basil orange whatever candle it is. Lime basil mandarin. Mandy, sorry. Get that wrong. Zest. That's your absolute favourite too. Yep, love it, Mandy. It's coming into the back end of Mandy season too, so we might have to talk to a candle sponsor. Anna's candles from Stanthorpe. Them. <laughs> Anyone <laughs> else? If they're listening. Thinking Avana candles down on the Gullity. Oh yeah, they're a very good, very good candle. Or even more local, Slowburn. Brizzy base. Look at this guy. Yeah. He knows his candles. <laughs> Slowburn's um tell you what, you go on a tennis Fraser. player. Go on a producer phrase room. Candles everywhere. <laughs> checks Every out. scent you want. Everywhere. Every kind no, of scent. Ka- Kayla McPhee. Tennis oh, player. epic. Yeah. Right. Her candles. Okay, lovely. They're well, strong. Well, we're going to have to we'll dabble in a few different brands. I like those candles that have a long wick and it sort of sounds like a crackling fire mm, as it burns. Ones. Mm. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. Um, no. <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> lighting <no>. candles. <laughs> Naomi Osaka just lit the biggest one ever. Um, Essentially. She did. When does a candle become a fire? <laughs> when there's no wax. True. Oh, oh, easy. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question about the opening ceremony. Yep. And it's been bugging me all week. Why did sports start before the opening ceremony? I have no idea. Have like they done that in sports. previous Olympics? I think they I have. Know. I think it's the ones that take longer than two weeks to complete. Oh, like long because the soccer, soccer needs a long schedule. Yeah, you need you need rest. You need you know you Softball. can't just go you can't just go two games in one day. And it's not like like the swimming heats. You have like a heat or a couple heats a final. Like it's That's right. You're banging out in a week. Like it's or a less days exactly. Events. That's what I thought it would be. Yeah, but I don't. Was, I don't love it. No, I must say. Well, it confused me because I've been waiting for the opening. I was waiting for the opening ceremony and then into some sport. Results started leaking in, and then I was flicking through the guide. There was Olympics on. Yeah. 
and <laughs> without much fanfare. Mm. Of that, the football on the men's side is under 23s. Yes. Explain. Uh, I guess it's just because it's such a professional sport. I don't know. Does it just give other people, like young guns, opportunity? Or is I don't it really to... know why, because they don't even call them the Socceroos. Like this, it's not the, it's the Ollie Roos. Yeah. Although it is the Matildas. Or is it clashing with the, the women's big side? football event at the moment? Is that why they're doing it? Uh, they just finished the Euros they a couple of weeks ago, so they could have made it in theory. And the Copa America down south, they yeah. could have made it as well. I don't know. I think it might be because it's like such a professional sport. It always has been. Right. But I'm not sure. Maybe it's just convention. Potentially. But um, they're going well. They beat Argentina and the Matildas have won twice. They great. won last night as well. Sam, Sam Kerr scored a double. Didn't they lose against Argentina? The Matildas? Yeah. Did they lose? They lost, mate. My bad. Yeah, it was late. Yeah, 4-2. Scrap that. Sam, Scrap Kerr, that. <laughs> Sam Kerr did score a double. But they're 1-1. One one. Yeah. My bad. Sorry, yeah. Sam Kerr. <laughs> well, congratulations, congratulations on the How double. How good is Sam Kerr? I think she's the, the leading Matildas goal scorer now. She's, she's great. Who she play for in the EPL? Chelsea, I think. I think Chelsea, yeah. So that's pretty cool. She's really, they posed with the Aboriginal flag before their first game too. That's awesome. Mm. But I still I hate that it started before the ceremony. And then after the ceremony, yesterday morning, it's posts like, here we go, the Olympics have started off, or, look at these events. And it's, it's like, like, no, it's, it's already st- started. Mm. <laughs> I've got a weird bugbear about it. I just, uh, <laughs> just looked it up quickly, and there's actually a bit of... Gosh, your favorite word, controversy on this one. Controversy? <laughs> Do you say that? That's not a word. Is that a word? I say controversy, but you say a different word that controversy. always. Controversy. Uh, controversy. Controversial. Uh, I know what you, I'm blanking now. I'm yeah. under pressure. Anyway, conjecture. Con- conjecture. Conjecture. Yeah, there's been a lot of conjecture <laughs> on this because some people think it's a rating, TV ratings situation. Right. Which is wrong. Go on. It's just about how long it takes to finish those events. Okay, it makes sense. Why don't they extend the Olympics by a couple of days? Tradition. <sighs> Why don't they make them have a tiny bit less rest? Performance. They could just rotate the squad. That's true. You're true. Take five more people. They have a draw instead of pools. COVID. Yeah, have a, yeah change the format a yeah. slight. I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah. bothered by it. You know what? It's good so, to be a 16-day like, event. This is what I think, right? Every four years the Olympics comes around, and they only give us two weeks of sport. It does I, feel a bit rushed. I feel hard done by as a fan. I get that. I want three, a minimum three weeks. That's, I think I always that's three and a half days per year. That's Olympics. not much. It's not much at all. Give me, I always expect it to be longer. I literally forget. I'm expecting like a month. Because what's the disadvantage for a hosting company to extend it? Finance? Maybe. I guess. Maybe. I They've guess. already sunk in the infrastructure. Yeah, the infrastructure. Although I guess there's like heaps of volunteers and stuff. They always have like so many people volunteering, like doing small yeah. official jobs. It's a lot of admin. It could be that athletes just can't take that much time off their actual competitions. Once in every four years. Maybe. It yeah. could be. Anyway. A lot of them don't do it. Like for, like, yeah, for soccer and basketball and stuff although the, most of them are in the off season training block training block but for a lot of the other sports like swimming track and field this is the pinnacle this is yeah. like this is the competition yeah yeah. well I heard someone in with swimming as well um, in one of the heats last night one of the commentators I think it was the, the Thorpey maybe nice um, was saying that for a lot of these countries Thorpedo <laughs> what a man um, a lot of these countries they're the pinnacle for them is just to get to the Olympics. 
Yeah, to go to the to Olympics. To go to the Olympics. Huge. Yeah. We're so. in a weird space as Australia, I think. Because we're not... Like, America, China, like these really big countries pull in golds and it's huge. Yeah. And, but they... So, they get really competitive over how many golds they get. Yeah. Whereas some nations, like you say, like the athletes are super happy to be there. Yep. And if they were to podium, that's it's just, all time. That's, yeah. And we're in this weird space where we sort of expect a few golds. Yeah, we're, we're actually not, top four, hey? So we're not like... But we only end up with... What do we end up with? Like 10, maybe, in the Olympics? Ooh, I thought it was more than that. It's more? It's I not... I thought it's, we were top five. It was like China, America, Canada, Russia. Russia. And us. UK? Us? Yeah. Would we... Would, but you, we're in, you know, we're not counting, yeah. but we, we have more pressure, but we're not... Like, we're happy to be there. But we sort of have a bit of metal chat as well. That's true. Would we would we be like a mid tier? I guess so. Country in terms of medal contention. Although if you went in terms of number of countries, we're way up at echelon. Because there are so like how many countries are at the Olympics? All the countries in the world. Pretty much. Yeah. Close. Most. Very close. Most. All if the Azerbaijanians are there. They're That's a pretty small knowledge. That's, yeah. yeah. I guess you also have your independent athletes as well in your refugee. When Eric Olympic the Eel group. went, did he go <laughs> with... Where's he from? Is it PNG? No. It's oh. French. Was it New Caledonia? Maybe it was New Caledonia. Did he? Was there a big delegation with Eric the Eel or was Eric the Eel just sort of there? I thought that Eric the Eel was there for like one of the... like refugee representation teams Equatorial Guinea yeah there you go that'd be such a weird question did Eric the Eel go with a full team or was he just sort of there <laughs> that's a tough Google well, technically he was a full team wasn't he I mean I guess you are a full team if you're there <laughs> that's true it's an easy fit team to fill how crazy is Eric the Eel I just, I've just googled him who had never seen an Olympic sized swimming pool before He's, he completed it. Imagine how intimidating that is. <laughs> With a full crowd. Like, I struggle in 25-meter pool. He did two laps of a 50. Yeah, that's hard. Like, I actually don't think I could. <laughs> no swimming background. You know what? His first 25 meters was like... It wasn't going very where, anywhere, but he was like getting it done. <laughs> yeah, no, <it> looked, <laughs> a lot of burst. <laughs> a lot of burst, not much traction. Well, because he, he, he practiced in like a, what, like a, t- a, like a 10, 12-meter yeah, like hotel pool or yeah, something. Yeah, that. Or like he'd go to like a dam. <laughs> like it was, certainly wasn't an Olympic pool. No. Anyway, that was a great story. Um, All time. Boys, before we touch on some more Olympics, we want to go around the table, starting at producer Frey, and um, ask what you're most excited for for the Olympics in terms of sport. I think we already know this one. I well, could guess. Yeah, I could definitely guess too. Well, typically, I'm all, all for the track and the diving. They're just sports I don't usually watch, but track when, and when field is on, great. I'm like, yeah. whoa, this is unreal. Well, the good thing about track and field is that you've got so much happening at the same time that they just keep bouncing mm. from. You know, there's, mm. not, there's not much waiting time in between. True. Yeah. So that's so similar to the You're gymnastics. Hurdles and javelin and shot. Put yeah. And high when, jump. And shot put finishes, they go to the straight into the running or five k. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's middle distance running is pretty exciting actually. It is because mm. they have that. They it's have that tactical. Tact- yeah. They yeah. you see them positioning, mm. and it's like, when do I want to go? Do I have the legs to go a kilometer yeah. out? Yeah. Or do I sit in the pack and hope? Yeah, that's a great course, a track. Track is usually 
what I'm like yeah. most excited to watch and the diving because it's just like what the how are they and they're in the air why is there how do they what the yeah you know that's true that's true I, I, mean, I, I do that for like 20 minutes watching <laughs> what, wait wait wait, wait what the hell though? But this year... <laughs> yeah, here we go. Sport climbing, baby. Speed climbing. Sport climbing. It's called sport climbing. Yep. Because it, it doesn't not involve multiple... It involves speed climbing, but is there not also a bouldering component? Is there another discipline? Yep. Oh, so there's speed climbing. Bouldering. Bouldering and something else. I hope Lead. I haven't made that up. I think it's just speed climbing, is it not? I don't know. Well, anyway... Ask the, the climbing s- guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, the speed climbing is... Impressive in itself. There's I think we touched on this. Speed and bouldering, as well as lead. Interesting. Three disciplines. Trifecta. Good things come in threes, as they say. And so we've <laughs> sent two athletes. One male, one female. We've got Tom O'Halloran. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Sounds cool. <laughs> and, Sounds like um, a cool guy. <laughs> for an even swankier name, Oceana McKenzie. Oh, that's a name that can climb. That's a geographic name. You you and Oceana have something in common, Jack. A geographic name. <laughs> Surely not. What? Oceana region. Surely. Or is it spelt differently? We oh. are, Australia is in the Oceana region. Yeah, it's yep. fair. <laughs> I can't believe I'm getting stumped looks right now. What are you talking about, man? And Jack's middle name is a geographic region. Oh, okay. I won't reveal it on wax. <laughs> it's in New South Wales. It's in New South Wales. Go find it. It's a rural shire. Go. And go your figure. last name is almost Maury. That's true. No, there it's you go. New South we went to school with someone from Maury. Jono Henderson. Jono. Mm. I saw him re- fairly recently, a couple months back. How's he gone? Great. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> everyone will love that. Um, speed or cl- sport climbing. Yeah. Are both. O'Halloran and Oceana competing in all three events? No. Oceana is a speed climber. Yeah. And O'Halloran is... I well, believe he's lead and bouldering. What would have stopped you putting your hand up for speed climbing for Australia? Me? If we don't have anyone doing it. Was there an the international y- qualifying y- yeah, time? Qualifying, yeah, Ah, oh, right. So we're just not good enough so to speed So you couldn't climbing. do Eric the Eel. Like they've set a qualifying time for international <laughs> just round the board. There's So they have um both qualifying time that you need to do and then actual qualifying competition that happened uh, months ago. Gotcha. Stings a bit. Um, Sport climbing? Gus? You know what? We're going to come back to yours because we're going to delve into it a okay. little bit more. Pretty heavy. Okay. For me... Heavier delve. <laughs> a heavier delve. Um, for me... A delve. I'm super keen for the swimming. The reason being Fresh is that joke. we've got a... Yeah. <laughs> 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 the reason being... It's his favourite. It's, it's my favourite stroke. I used to be good at it back in the day. You're a breaststroker. I'm a breaststroker. The reason being is that we've got a... <laughs> being Cut is that, that <laughs> we have we have a red hot contingent of swimmers this year um at the oz trials at the oz trials we had cody uh, we did have cody simpson he didn't uh, he unfortunately didn't make his butterfly qualifying time for the olympics just under a second off by the way yeah he was in the finals in the final so mm. that's pretty good bloody oath give him f- three years paris see you there what's that like top eight in the country yeah unbelievable it's pretty quick <laughs> it's pretty quick 
So, um, yeah, we've got an unbelievable contingent this year. We In the Oz trials, we saw two world records being broken on the fem- on the women's side, I believe. Kaylee. Kaylee, yeah. And a lot of Australian records broken as well. So, I think our strongest chance of a gold, we got a lot, a lot of strong chances, but the women's freestyle, 100-meter freestyle. Oh, yeah? Who swims the free? Is that Kate Campbell? Kate Campbell's in that. McEwen? She does backstroke. Does she? She's 100 and 200 back. She's very good. Kyle Chalmers is defending gold in 100 meter free. Yes. For the men. That's right. And apparently our 400 meter free is pretty quick because he knocked out Mac. He knocked out Daddy Mac in qualifying. (laughs) Yeah, he's gone. He did. (laughs) Our most iconic Olympian from Rio. Daddy Mac or Mac Daddy? Ooh. Mac Daddy. Yeah. I I like Daddy Mac. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I think as... I think as most years, swimming for us is where we get a lot of our medals. Yeah. I so, think in relays and medallies as well. Yep. So I'm super keen for that. Um, but yeah. Anyway. That's exciting. Gus, what are you excited for, mate? I know what's coming and I'm very keen to get into it. Basketball is my favorite <laughs> sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. What a tune, by the <laughs> way. A very wow. good tune. I'm going to bring that back. I haven't heard of that in a while. Have you guys seen the new Space Jam? I haven't. No. Me neither. Welcome heard, to the Space Jam. I've heard mixed reviews. Mm. I forget <laughs> yeah. who I was... Maybe it was Tan? So, anyway, I was talking to someone about the movie and apparently Nike is just advertised Everywhere. throughout the movie. <laughs> apparently it was too much. I forget who I was talking to. It was one of a close mate of mine. Yeah. <laughs> Rygos, I think it was. <laughs> anyway, he said the Nike ad- advertisement was too much. Yeah. I, th- I heard... I heard there were a lot of 90s references in it for some reason. That's cool. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but then who's it for? Is it for current kids? Or is it for because it's millennials? Because kid, it's a kid's movie. Yeah. Like, I've heard older people who watch it say, like, that didn't feel like it was for someone my age. But it had references for well, it'd older It'd be people. both, right? So, what I haven't realized is, like, your old um, animation, Shrek, for example, it was a kid's movie, right? But only now am I realizing and getting some memes and whatnot about adult references. Shrek, rewatch Shrek has banger lines. Yeah. <laughs> Shrek's dangerous. So yeah. I feel as though it's gone on the, along the lines of that, where it's you know it's, it's a kid's to give the parents game, a laugh but too. It's also, yeah, exactly. Hmm. Anyway. I don't know if I'll watch it. I did, I've tried to watch Michael Jordan's Space Jam once, and I didn't really stick. I'll anyway. say that much. We we may or may not watch it. May or may not. If I we will. do, we'll do a review. I will. LeBron, reach out. <laughs> um, basketball, the Boomers. The Boomers. We've got a red-hot squad consisting of our starting five being... Patrick Thrillionaire Millionaire. <laughs> Paddy Mills. Thrilly Millie. Thrilly Millie. Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles. Aaron Baines. Jingles. Aaron Baines. Matisse Thibel. Very good. No, I don't know who else starts with them, but Dante Exum's there. Delhi's the there. Bench, on the Chris bench. Chris Goulding's there. Bench. Sobey's there. Very good. Um... Landale, Drew mm-hmm. Reith, yep, and Josh Giddy's gone, but Nicholas K, yep. Josh Green is there, and that's it. That's all. Of so them. I was our, close. Yeah, that was very good, mate. Our, our starting five, dis, you know, degree and agree the, to disagree. And who? Sorry. Oh, the, he's the women's team. The women's team actually, unfortunately, just lost Liz Cambage. Cambage due to a controversial... She pulled out uh, for mental health reasons. She said, I'm not at my best. I don't think they deserve me not at my best. Yeah. I don't know she what had, their medal she, chances are. They, I think they with, beat the USA without, in a warm-up. Without her, it's a big, big loss. 
That sucks. I actually, yeah, because she's a genuine. She's a thirty top plus tier NBA talent. Yes, WNBA talent. Yeah, like she's a genuine top tier best players in the world. Exactly. So that kind of stings, but what do you, you know? What are you gonna do if she's if she doesn't think she can be handle going into a couple week bubble? It's a good call to not do it on your own without yeah. a coach, without a partner. It was like kigs without know. anyone. Yeah. Nick Kyrgios is pretty open about not wanting to go into the Olympic bubble because the reason why he wanted to go to the Olympics was for all the things that he would miss out on if he went. Mm. So, yeah, I, fair it's, enough. It's fair enough. Yep. It's everyone's call for themselves. It's the crowd. So I'm not sure what their medal chances are, but they're beating the US. They must be up there. And the Boomers also beating the US in a warm up in a warm up match. Um, Bloody oath. And Nigeria I'll... and Argentina, three and zero baby. A A A. Are we favourites? I don't think we'd be. I think no, we're still. It would not. take a lot to budge the US off being. We'd definitely be in top four. Yeah. Well, at the last World Cup and at the last Olympics, did we not come fourth? We've just missed out. Yeah. And we missed out at the last World Championships on like. I think we always lost out by to Spain. A, we lost by a point in the semi, and yeah. then we just lost the third place playoff. Yep. So I think this would be the first medal ever if they can do it. So it's going to be huge. Jingles and Patty in their fourth Olympics. Yes. Still just looking for it. Yep. Looking for a medal. I hope so. And they're all playing well too. Mm. So Patty in the Patty in the green and gold just does something different. Yeah. It's, it's good to watch. Matisse is a good addition too. Everyone, shout out Matisse Thibault does vlogs. He's doing a road to Tokyo series. And really, they're really good. I'll sort of like twelve minute watches. YouTube, YouTube. We'll get on that. You get a get a little glimpse of Joey and Joey Ingles and the boys. Oh god, that'd be good. He he seems to like like there was a little moment they all like hung out in the hotel hallway like had dinner and just like shot the shot the breeze. Yep. And he was like he was like this was really like he was like in the NBA people don't do this. Like people just go home. He was like this is nice. <laughs> He's liking the spirit. That's yeah, good. It's very good. Also, a few of the boys are wearing Crocs. I like that. Which Crocs, fired me. Crocs with and slides. Crocs with the little pins, the giblets. Yes. Olympic giblets. I'm pretty fucked. Kind of want some Crocs <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm in uh, the market for either a pair of New Balances or a pair of Crocs. Why not both? Can I lost us? I'll throw you in the air. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have a hard time doing so. <laughs> we'll try it. Um, so yeah, the, the boomers, hopefully they play as well against the U S as they did in their trial match. Um, because that's going to be an absolute shout. Spain are also a contender. They've got a great team. Spain are good. Gasol's are a bit older. They are. Argentina, Luis Scola's a bit older. Uh, but Nigeria is really good. Yep. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, are the tall blacks there? I didn't see them. I don't think they Stephen didn't play Ad- any trial matches because Stephen Adams has been working out. I think I don't think the Tall Blacks must. Then maybe they're not there. What a G up! Yeah, that'd be. Have you seen the footage of the Tall Blacks doing the Harker on court to Team USA in like, <laughs> like twenty fourteen or something? Yeah, reference Team this USA was spooked, mate. <laughs> Have we referenced this in the past? Yeah, I think so. Was it Surely a good? Not. Was it a good Harker? I think it was all right. I think they were spooked. a bit of a weird. They were spooked, I think. But they, they were, were rattled. They were like, "What is this? What is this? Why do we have to stand here for this?" <laughs> They didn't get it. <laughs> no. It was new to them. Uh, I think D. Rose was there. And Kenneth Fareed, the manimal. <laughs> anyway, they wouldn't have got spooked. Um, before we move on to some NRL chat, our producer, producer Fraser, just put some notes down. And he wants to talk about tennis predictions. And I think I know what he's going to, what his bold prediction is for this one. Well, do we, we run through all the tennis team? We haven't oh, yeah, yet. No. no. 
I was off maybe air. we could off go wax. through that first. Yeah, okay. Let's run through, then we'll go back to your bold prediction, of which I think I already know. <laughs> All right, you run through it, Producer Frey. All right, so start with the ladies. Barty, mm. singles, doubles, of course. Before we move on, sorry. <laughs> off Ash Barty. Yes, off Ash Barty. Ash is playing with Storm Sanders in the doubles, right? She did it looking good. Yep. Very good. Very clean doubles. Are you throwing doubles. a prediction out right now? Definitely. There we go. We'll come back to it. We'll come back. Ellen Perez, doubles. Storm Sanders, doubles. Tick. As mentioned by Jack. Yeah. <laughs> that is my name. Stoza, there for her fifth Olympics. Singles that's and doubles. Five Olympics is, that's nuts. That is unbelievable. Nuts. For a sport with a, you know, a long, je- not a very a physically demanding sport. Oh my God. Five Olympics. In, mm. a, in tennis. Like to be a, to be at the top of the game in tennis. Yeah. Five Olympics. What, 21 years. Unbelievable. And she's obviously years. on the, she's obviously on the decline in her Whoa. career. But to be able to still compete at an Olympic level, remarkable. Anyway, keep going. Isla. Yes. Singles. In her prime. In her Berrettini prime. Is Berrettini there? Yeah. He'd have I hope to they be. have a tight door on the bubble door. And the foghorn leghorn. Mm. Is he? <laughs> I hope so. Surely. Yeah. He's a passionate <laughs> Italian yeah. man. He asked for the strong cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Men's doubles. We got JP, John Pierce, and Luke Sav. Yep. Saville. Savvy Blanc. Sav Blanc. <laughs> he is blonde. Mullet too. Um, we've also got Max Purcell and John Millman playing doubles. Johnny Millman's also so playing is singles. Max Purcell not playing with Sav? Don't know the pairing, sorry. It'd have to be. They won Australian Open doubles. I'd imagine so. I swear Saville was going to play with Demon. Don't look at me like <laughs> that. <laughs> anyway, continue. And last but not least, Ducky. Ducky. Ducks. Ducks. Mr. James Ducky. Um, so. Singles. Very strong. A very strong tennis outfit, I believe. Strong team. I think you're very strong We're team. missing a couple of strong players. Well, we're missing Demon. Kiggs. We're missing Demon, which would be which would you know be our one and two most likely. Um, who else are we missing? That's pretty much it. That's it. Or two of our best on the two men's side. Then, on the right? men's side. Yeah. I mean, we don't have um, like Jordan Thompson in there, and there's a lot of guys missing still. Yeah, and Jordan Thompson was in pretty good form coming through. Mm. You know, Wimby men making the third round. So, but I mean, the yeah, bolt th- that single side. Yeah, Balti. His, um, his ranking's just outside um, Ducks, I think. So. Okay, so we're going to go to our bold prediction for the Olympics, staying within tennis. Mm-hmm. Is it something to do with the milkman? It might be. <laughs> <laughs> What's your bold Tell prediction? Us. I see, I had a vision. John Millman, green and gold, yep. Australia on the chest. Yep. And an extra big old gold hunker on Goldie! Goldie! Goldie. <laughs> He's going to take a lot to take out Novak. But you know what, though? I like this prediction because Johnny Millman absolutely rises for big occasions. That's and fair. One of the biggest ones, Fedsy US Open, five-set thriller, full crowd, quarterfinal. Sorry, round of 16. Got him. Got him. <laughs> got him. The, he can play. If he switched oh on, God. and the thing that I've always seen switch him on is wearing green and gold. The yeah, boys do love as wearing green and gold. As soon as you put him in... Patrick Mills-like. Yeah. Just he's, lifts. He's Thrilly Millie yeah. Milkman. Really? <laughs> <laughs> um, as soon as he's playing for his country, he just... there's He turns to another level. All the boys love it. There's a strong culture in the... In the in, tennis. Well, just the both sides. The Australian tennis culture is strong to very strong. play for oh, the yeah. green and gold. Yep. It's re- like, they all really care about it. It's pretty cool. It is very cool. Um... 
Demon has his number tattooed on his chest. Does he really? His Davis Cup number. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a fact. <laughs> I'd believe it. He'd do that. That's like, and like, obviously, Kiggs loves it. They're all just, yeah, they're fired up. Very good. Very good to see. Um, Barty and Sanders, medal. I think they'll win it. Nash is a good doubles player too. And so Storm. Being a lefty, Storm. Oh, that's that's combo. That is dangerous. That's Lefty, Brian got all Brothers that material. big kick serve, got a yep. slice game. Yep. They're both... Storm probably doesn't have as crafty of a game, which is probably good. They complement each other. Mm. Very good at the net. And mm. obviously, Ash with her game, as we all know. Crafty. Very crafty. Can volley. Good server. Game. Yeah. It's going to be tough to beat. And Purcell and Sav playing doubles together. Yeah, they're going to... They're, well, they're... Oz Open champions, right? Yeah. But actually, one doubles pair that I saw and I was looking, I was like, well, these guys actually could. Andy Murray, the big man, he's playing with Joe with Salisbury. Oh, Salisbury. He's number one in the world at the Number moment. one in the world. And they just took out Mahout and Herbo. Who are three in the world. Three and two. Yeah, very good. So that's yeah, that's a good first round. <laughs> that's a good first round. <laughs> Tough confidence. Yeah. Out there. Ooh, um, so... Yeah, pretty pretty we hot on the tennis side. We're, tennis. we're obviously missing a fair few big names, but um, and Joker. Ho- I don't know. If hopefully, <laughs> he's doing gymnastics now instead, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Can, good. can do the splits. Um, so yeah, and we'll see comfortably, couple, very comfortably, smiling, smiling, fact, arms up, throwing a bit of banter, body probably spin around a yeah. bit. Mm, yeah, that's comfortable. That is. <laughs> That'll be going on the anyway, story. We'll we'll see in you know a few months' time whether Djokovic can take out the golden. Slam, which would be quite a feat. Anyway, let's move on. There's a lot of Olympics chat that we've missed. We're going to delve into it again next week and give you a week one update. Some highlights. Some highlights. Our highlights, your highlights. Right in, <laughs> if you may, if you wish. If you want. If you will. If you have a phone. <laughs> which you probably will do. Most people do. Yeah. Um, before we rip into some NRL chat. We've already run like 45 minutes. Gee, quick, didn't it? Anyway, um, in the F1, just just quickly, we've got a few F1 fans couple out there. Swift notes. Um, Swift notes. Obviously, a very tight battle at the top with Hamilton and Verstappen. A few days ago, we had a battle at Silverstone um, with Hamilton taking out his eighth Silverstone crown, I believe, at home. So obviously at home, which is a big one. Controversial, though. I think early in the race, first lap. First lap. I think about the seventh or eighth corner. Verstappen tried to go around the outside of a right turn, of which Hamilton clipped the back right tire of Verstappen, I believe. Mm. Span out, hit the side, went to hospital. He's all good. Pit manoeuvre. Um, so, yeah, that was quite a controversial... Did he hold his line? Well, that's the thing. Is out? 50, it's a 50-50 call. A lot of people are saying that Hamilton didn't give him enough room on the outside. But do, if you, if he was he already there? Yes. Does he have to give room? You can't. Yeah, you you, you can't, can't intentionally hit someone. Yeah, and but if you're already there. But the analyst, if he's coming in at if, you, if you have a half a car length ahead, I believe you can hold your it's spot. Up, it's oh, up okay. to so it's yeah. Ahead. So it was ve- it was it, uh, the margins were. But at the same time, when when the analysts are looking at it, it looked like. Hamilton's trajectory around the corner was going to be wide of the apex. So it looked like he wasn't going to hit him. Right. 
and then he did. Yes. So so whether it was the ground, the tires, he swerved sort of into a little bit. He saw Max take a little bit of a like he might have seen something. Mm. Who knows? But it ended up in a pretty pretty serious crash. It was an early crash. He got hit, you know in the audio radio audio. Team asked if he was okay after the crash, and all you could hear was moaning, which was quite concerning. So, Ooh. anyway, one thing I want to touch on about that is the F1 drivers as a community—they're very, they're very respectful of each other. When it, when a, I've noticed that when a crash happens or someone goes off, them and they know it's serious, literally every driver asks if the driver's out of the car. Right. They're very, you know, they're very. First thing on the comms. Yeah, they're not worried about the race; they're no. worried about their mate. Exactly. Because that, well, that's it's a seri- like that's a, it's a serious sport. Exactly. Mm. It's, it's a life. Tight. It's a life, life or death sport. sport so. so, I mean, you've seen? Have you seen like in like the set before they had some of these safety things? Like, have you seen some of those old clips? Like people, like there's this there's a hectic. I can't remember the guy's name, so I don't want to butcher it. But someone crashed, and their car caught on fire. Nicky Lauda, and he couldn't get out, and he ended up getting out. I'm thinking even earlier, oh, right. in yeah, like the seventies or something, yeah. and one of the other drivers like pulled over and was like trying to flag people over and was trying to help and was just like frantic. Oh, it's terrible. Mm. Well, thankfully now with you know modern technology, yeah, they've got more safety infrastructure. More safety. Um, the biggest thing being the halo at the top of the car, mm. the carbon fiber halo, which pretty much pretty much is un- indestructible. So, anyway, let's move on. Um, with a little bit of NRL chat before we wrap up. Brief note, swift note, swift note. <laughs> a few tips um, for the punters out there. Before we th- swing into that, I'll just say quickly, Hell's Bells, the goalball competition played last weekend. Yes, unfortunately we didn't get to go to it. We had other commitments that we committed to. <laughs> <laughs> Our horses were hot. Our horses were recording. hot and we unfortunately couldn't make out. Producer Frey was hot. playing some doubles, of which we'll get to. Dabbling. Um, Anyway, Doubling. keep going. Did you find the result? I haven't been able to find the results anywhere. So, anyone out there that potentially in the Albion area that visited the Albion Indoor Sports Centre? I might contact Robin at Sporting Wheelies for more information. What was the tournament? The goalball tournament? It was Queensland Goalball Championships. Sounds big. We want to know. We want to know. We want to know. All so. the recent posts I've seen is just how excited they are for Brisbane to host the, the Olympics and the Paralympics in... 2032 we haven't seen any results posted but sunday we hope you guys had a great competition had a lovely day we need results we need results <laughs> please we want to know our horses are hot again <laughs> very hot um nrl so we are recording on a sunday of which we've missed a few games we did predict this week didn't we yep so yes anyway we'll run through those games um We've got two games left of the weekend, which we'll quickly run through. I think we've already we've already predicted them, but anyway, we've got the Dragons taking on the Titans tonight, followed closely by. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> um, oh, it's the Bulldogs on, and the mate. Sharks. The Bulldogs and the Sharkies. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Um, so two games left. I think we've tipped. I forget. I've tipped the Dragons to take to beat the Titans, and I'm pretty sure we both tipped the Sharks. Is that right? Yeah, I would say so. Do you stand by that? Or are you that on the sounds Titans? right to me. Um, I think I'm on the... I can pull it up. I think I'm on the Titans, if I had to guess. Okay. Yeah, I am. Um, Titans and Sharks. I'm, ooh, I'm five or six so far yeah, this round, Jack. Yeah, very good. Very good. Um, one thing Not I do want to highlight is um, promising signs from the Queensland teams thus far this week. The Cowboys had a very good fight against... 
And tight losses. Tight losses. <laughs> Promising. <Woo! laughs> Mate, as if you wouldn't take that at the moment. I'm taking it. Yeah, I'm taking it. Well, the Cowboys were in this game against the Storm. Unfortunately, couldn't get the job done. Lost 20 points to 16. Um, the Bronx of which With I, injuries. With injuries. Jakey Granville to fullback. Full <laughs> up. He played two... His first two defensive sets, obviously he's not used to playing fullback, but I'm pretty sure they only would have been about 40 metres out from their own goal line. He was playing in the line. And Gus Gould was like, he's in the line. <laughs> There's no one back. <laughs> the so, mind was not there. Anyway, he picked up and... Cleaned up a grubber. Yeah. Nearly ran into a medicab. <laughs> put on a good second man play for a try, I saw. Uh, then he started scooting out a dummy again at the back end of the second half, which was... Yeah, you know, feels natural. Yeah. Um, next round, round twenty. Oh, sorry, the Broncos. I didn't watch this one actually, but they played the Panthers last mm. night. Lost eighteen points to twelve. Pretty good result. They were fighting. They were still. They were still going for it. Luai was back. Luai was back. Uh, Yo got knocked out Ooh. by the flag early, very early. Yeah. So probably origin on origin. Um. Anyway, yeah, yeah, Origin. Sorry, I was just pretty afraid was scratching his stubble on the microphone. <laughs> just showing off his growth. Must be nice. <laughs> Must be very nice. Um, yeah, um, no, they were trying. My only my gripe with the Bronx would be I watched the last six minutes. Yep, I did. They were down six. Katoni mm-hmm. Sags didn't touch the ball once. Inside their own attacking, attacking sets as well. They would just go. They went right, and Gamble would go short to Ricky, mm-hmm. or he'd grubber. And then they'd go sort of left and Flegg would soak up a carry through the middle. This And then they'd go a bit right and it wouldn't get to him. This astounds me because any pl- you pick any player in the league to try and do something with a team that's probably fatigued. Running the ball. The match. Mm. Stags. It's up there. You give it to Katoni and he'll do something. Just early ball. Early ball. It's like the origin New South Wales. Give him a few metres of room to move and he'll either find something, someone or... St- do something. At least give it a shot. <laughs> like, why are we soaking up through the middle so much? That's <laughs> well, just a jam. That's the thing. You soak up through the middle to give it to someone on the edge like yeah, Tony. But they just wouldn't make it, it. And then they'd go back. And then they'd go a bit out. And then they'd grow Braith is begging in commentary. Fuck, give it to Stags. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Let the boy I play. Just, wouldn't find it. So. All right. Anyway, let's um, quickly run through round 20. Are we, when are we going to... We, we won't record before round 20? Don't know. So we're going to tip just in case. Yep. Yeah. Right. We'll run through it. We, our tips may change, which we'll go through back through. Yeah, what if there are injuries? Midweek. So, currently, we're a bit early on it, but... So, we're in the midst of round 19. That's yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> Very early. We'll, we'll have it. Staying in southeast Queensland for another three weeks, I believe. Um, if they don't get kicked out. Which is pretty cool. Dr. Young said, you're very close, boys. You're very... He <laughs> 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 just said, I'm oh. very close to kicking you out. Well, it's fair enough, too. The families have been passing food through the hotel balconies. Marshmallows. <laughs> so, producer Frey, they got in trouble a couple yesterday, I think it was, because a family had passed down a marshmallow to a bottom NRL family. In, Breaking I guess, quarantine rules. I guess, I, guess the bottom, I guess the bottom room didn't have marshmallows, and you just need marshmallows, right? Such a GR. <laughs> I don't know if it's... A, I don't know what I'm more geared up about, whether it, like the stupidity of doing it or like how minimal, you know, the damage would be just by passing a marshmallow. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I encountered it's a. Just, oh, let him have a marshmallow. <laughs> let the boys play, Rev. Let him play, Rev. Was it a let drop? Let the boys play. Oh. Drop catch situation no, out the window. I think it was. 
up and sort of through the bow, through the railing oh, and they down. Oh, touch each other. Just. I'm imagining like dropping it like four and stories just snatching. down the side of a building <laughs> and catching a marshmallow. What a risky maneuver. Oh. I think um, I actually encountered an anti-mask person yesterday. Did you? Yeah. Did you confront them? He um he walked past. We were walking up the top of sort of not can what's the where is felons under Howard Smith Wharfs? Yeah, we we're walking up top of the cliffs, and he like came up and slapped Ken on the shoulder and goes, "Ha, oh, how you going, mate?" And I'm like, "Oh, geez, we've got a bit of an over enthusiastic fella here. With, what's <laughs> no going on here?" On. <laughs> then no mask. Walked on. We're like, "All right, weird." And George pulls a sticker off Ken's. He he hit Ken with the sticker on the back move by hitting, <laughs> giving him a pat Ken? on the back. No. Oh, just a random passerby. Real men don't wear masks. He got him with the classic sticker on the back. Oh, like, that's oh, brilliant. Mate. mate. And then he's ahead of us and he looks back. There's like a little lip gloss on the footpath and he goes, oh, I think one of you fellas dropped your cosmetics. It's ahead of us. I'm like, I'm like, mate. Oh my God. What a parasite. So we had a little, little verbal spa and he yeah. walked on. He was like, <laughs> far out. Anyway. Oh, well. What a, what a treat. He belongs in Sydney at the moment. Send him mm. down. <laughs> we don't deserve, We don't need those people here. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, Actually, you know what he called him? What? He called us. He said we were wearing mouth nappies. <laughs> <laughs> Credit to him. That's he, a good one. He was like, no, it's not my lip gloss because I'm not wearing one of those mouth nappies. <laughs> All right. He, did he do that to every passerby? No. The, the 99% that were wearing masks? Only men. Oh. So it was sort of a... It had misogynist vibes. Oh, God. It had some weird undertones. Anyway. Wh- to whoever that was, if you're listening, just put, Stop a, ma- listening. Just put a mask on, mate. <laughs> How hard is it? Honestly. We won't get into it. We're, we still <laughs> like having on. fans. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Round 20. Oh, I'm happy to lose a few non-mask wearing fans, though. That's fair. Yeah. For the community, guys. Come on. Get out of here. Um, round 20. Roosters taking on the Eels. I'm, um, going, I'm going Parramatta tough. here. This is a tough one. Moses is out with a broken back, or f- it's a fractured back, potentially. I think he wants to play. So that's, that's what I've crazy. been hearing you is guys, he wants to play. I didn't realize he was playing with a fractured back during Origin. It happened in like the sixth minute, yeah, or something. He turned his back. Kafusi hit him. How often is Kafusi involved with injuries? By the way, He's, well, every tackle because he just shoots out of the line. Yeah, it didn't. To be fair, like Moses actually turned backwards past legal tackle. It wasn't like a super late one or anything, but yeah, early in the game. Very early in the game. Um, he didn't even complain about it. He just got up. The Roosters... Nuts. They've got a depleted side still at the moment, don't they? But they're still quite strong. They just play, They just managed to play well. Teddy's still there, right? Teddy's back, played really well on the, this weekend. Uh, Radley's playing well. Gus Crichton's playing well. Uh, Jared up front is playing really well. They got Satili Tupanua. So the forward yeah, pack is sort of there. Good. Team list will be out Tuesday, I believe. So um, we're a bit early on that. Yes, um, we are very early. <laughs> I think Parramatta will get the job done. Even with, I'll with tip or, them 1 with, to 12. With or, with or without like Moses. Really close. Yeah. Fergalicious. Blake Ferguson. Skittering people. Scattering Did you see skittering. his try? Yeah. So he got... This is a big theme for footy players when they lose a bit of form. Is when they get dropped to reserve grade. 90% of them come back absolutely firing, mm. of which Blake Ferguson did. With a little goatee. <laughs> I don't rate it, but... <laughs> <laughs> he needs something. He's, he's fully bald. <laughs> With a crooked nose. When you go fully bald, you have to grow some sort of facial hair. <laughs> Just to let the fans know that you've got something there. biological thing. 
Yeah, I think if you have so the early test to grow a full beard when you're young. CDH or something, it's like the chemical that means that you stop growing hair on your head increases the rate in which you grow hair on your face. Mm, it's really strong correlation. Oh, so if you yeah. ever see a bald bloke who can't grow a beard, you have to say, sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll know. Because he's like, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know. He's like, he'll be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Appreciate Commiserations. Commiserations. Um, Eels, uh, Friday at Sun... So Double header That's actually court. played... So Roosters, Eels are going to be played in Mackay. Yeah. For Pretty cool. Not the first time ever. but it's We've been, had games in Mackay, I believe. Yeah. I think it was like Bulldogs Storm. So BB... 2012. Prince, BB Print Stadium, Mackay. Um, so, yeah, unbelievable. Uh, at Suncorp, double header, Friday night. Tales from Tiger Town. Tiger Town taking on Wild the Warriors. Wild Wests. Absolutely. Um, this is going to be a close game too, I believe. Impossible to tip. Very much so. <laughs> Two teams that have been up and down all season. I'll tip the Tigers, I suppose. I'm going to tip the Tigers. Nailed it. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, basically went with you there. <laughs> um, now, the derby. The longest distant derby in the NRL or in all sport. 14, 1,400k difference, I believe. Brisbane Broncos taking on the North Queensland Cowboys. Always put it on a good game. They do. There's been a few golden point thrillers in the past. Mm. Um, I was there for a mill field goal, 40 metres out, or 35 metres out. That's pretty impressive. Wrote it. Yeah, I remember it. Mm. Um, you might have been there. Maybe. Maybe we're together. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Forgettable face. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> a few too many Milton mangoes. Nah, nah. Um, I'm tipping the Broncos at home, but I'm tipping a tight one. I'm tipping... I'm hoping another golden point thriller. Yeah, I'll tip them. I'm tipping the Broncos. But I'm nervous about it. Yeah, very nervous. Cowboys get a lot of support too. There's um, always plenty of Cowboys fans. So, on Saturday, we're staying north in Rockhampton with the Dragons taking on the Rabbitohs. I don't remember ever watching an NRL game in Rockhampton. Neither. Only Capras. Yeah. <laughs> Capras. The Capras. <laughs> Capras. Um, this could be... A very, very interesting one for the Dragons, of which they'll, I think they have about four or five players left to rest from their... Not rest. Put Sus- aside. Suspend. Suspend. <laughs> Mate, well, you sus- know... Suspend's a very, you, you know, know, hard word. You know a suspension is soft when you can say rest. <laughs> the boys so are getting a rest. They'll be playing the Rabbitohs with a depleted squad. I'm Betty, tipping the bunnies there. Benny Bahamas will still be there. Ben Hunt. But, um... Say Benny Bahamas. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> me too. <laughs> All right, but I'll still tip the bunnies. Yeah, me too. No, actually. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no. I'm, well, I'm, I think that the bunnies will win. Mm. And I think they'll win by about 30. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm tipping. Bunnies tip- 20 plus. Yep. If I had to have money on it, I'd have to tip the Rabbitohs, but I'm going for the Dragons. Smart. Um, uh, at Suncorp again. Another double header at Suncorp, and the Knights taking on the Raiders. Tell you what, the ground staff at Seabus and Suncorp are having an absolute working field day, <laughs> yeah. field week, field, field week. Month. Plus, field Suncorp month. had two Wallabies tests, which always tears the turf up. It does it recently. Does. Um, what apparently a lot of times what they do at Suncorp. I know we're going over time here, but they when they get new turf in, they do that. They don't just look after the grass, whatever. They get they ri- literally rip the grass up, new turf in from wherever. Really. Water it down. Just go fresh. Go fresh. And then the old turf used to go to the Brisbane Boys College. Really? Yeah. Wow. 
If you see, you get that old Suncorp <laughs> turf. Field of Dreams stuff. Absolutely. You can get out there kicking field goals. <laughs> Far out. Um, so anyway, the Knights are taking on the Raiders at Suncorp on Saturday night. The first game on Saturday. I'm tipping. Depends what's the go with Pierce. Well, once again, we've got no team list at the moment, so it's mm. tough. Um, and the Raiders are coming off a great win from the over the Eels. They've well. won a couple times. I'm going to tip the Raiders. Me too. Unfortunately, I'm tipping the Raiders. Fray. You can still ride the Knights. I am. I'm actually just more pissed that that's the first prediction I got wrong for you boys. Mm. That's true. Okay, next weekend, one of the most look forward to matches of the season mm. in Melbourne's Storm taking on the Panthers. The Panthers. We should go to this one. Sure. Yeah. Storm thirteen plus. I agree. They're clunkier without Cleary. Well, they are, they are. They are very clunky without Cleary because Jerome has no like Jerome needs structure before him mm. before he can do his thing. Yeah, you know what? I, that's what I worry about for South Sydney next year. With no Reynolds. Yeah, that's like true. it plays a big part. Like Cody yeah. calls the plays. I think Cody like get looks up and goes, "Get it to me, short side, and we're going." But Reynolds provides. But the Reynolds structure. gets them to tackle three and four. Like, he's sort of directed them there. Yep. I don't know. It's a tough one. But I agree. I think the Storm will win this. But it and should th- be a good game. It should be good. Panthers I, will be tight still. And I think the Storm will also defend their premiership ring. Yeah. At unless, the moment, unless it's hard, hard to tip yeah. against them at the moment. Very hard. So, Storm for me. And also, the Storm love playing at Suncorp. They've won 26 games in a row in their Queensland. W- their winning percentage <laughs> up here is ridiculous. <laughs> Gee up. They don't lose. Um, Move them. Definitely. Definitely. Sunday... Afternoon footy, back to Seabus Stadium on the Gold Coast. The Bulldogs are taking on the Titans. This is another interesting one. You, for me, I'd tip the Titans being at home. But the Doggies fight. Yeah, they've got a bit... It's bit. an interesting battle between the Titans can score points easily. Yep. But sometimes they can be accused of a kind of soft defence. The Doggies always fight really hard. Yep. But they just struggle to, for creativity and for putting on points seemingly. I'm going to tip a low-scoring game. The few errors from the fumble and bumble. Stumbling the, and stum- bumbling. Stumbling and bumbling from the Titans. Like, and I'm, I agree with you. A bit of grit from the Bulldogs. It'll be a tight one, but I think the Titans will just get it. I agree. I agree. Battle of the Sea Creatures next. Easy tip. And to finish off Sunday... Redcliffe! We're going to Redcliffe. Morton Daly Stadium. That's the Sharkies cool. are taking on the Sea Eagles. That is... Maybe that's where we should go. We definitely. Redcliffe. Redcliffe. I was born in Redcliffe. Oh, yeah. Kipper Ring. Oh, there you go. Not too far from the stadium. No. We'll, we'll have to... Um, Pretty local. Go back really live Start your... local, stay local. <laughs> As I always say. As I always say. Um, the Sharkies taking on Manly. Um, depending on what the Travojevic brothers are doing and how they're I think feeling, they're all back this week. I'm tipping Manly. Mm. Turbo, Jerbo and Burbo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tipping them too. Okay. Um, and that's pretty much it for today's podcast just to quickly run through the tips again Roosters Eels Parramatta yep Tigers taking on the Warriors I'm tipping the Tigers so are you mm-hmm. Broncos against the Cowboys at Suncorp Bronx Bronx the Rabbitohs to beat the Dragons I think we both agree that's going to happen mm-hmm. the Raiders to beat the Knights yep Storm to beat the Panthers yep Titans a close winner of the Bulldogs and yep. Manly to beat Cronulla yep no split from us no. Oh. Synergy. <laughs> Synergy and rhythm for your Sunday. Um, yeah. <laughs> Synergy and rhythm. Speaking of Sunday, the Boomers play tonight. We'll I don't know on, when I we're up. I don't know when we're going to get this uploaded, but the Boomers are on tonight, 6.20 or something. We'll, we'll upload this today. 
straight after the pod with the recording. Um, so if you do listen today, get on it. Get on the Patty Mills Thrills train. I will be wearing my Patty Mills jersey and I'll be on it. I'll find some some yellow, some green and gold. Bloody oath. I'll see you at yours. <laughs> boom the boomers. <laughs> boom the, um, if Not you've boo. <laughs> boom. Um, Producer Frey. Thanks again to our sponsor, Cal Organic Do you have Beef. another sport that you want to touch <laughs> up on? I do, because <laughs> I was really excited about finding that local goalball last week. Okay, what's the local? So, this week, today actually, was meant to be the Australian Open Championships 2021 of the Evolve e-skate races. E-skate. Uh, Electric skateboard racing. Oh. What? Like around a course, downhill. So there's, a, it's a course. You hop on your. So this one's sponsored by Evolve, so everyone has to be on an Evolve board skateboard. skateboard, right? However, they have two other categories. One being open, which includes any voltage motor size. <laughs> so you're four li- by four. You're builds, limited by your safety. <laughs> and you're allowed to compete with half bindings. So you can literally whack huge tires on, big motor, and just absolutely flog it on a skateboard to win this race. At the risk of your personal safety. At the risk of your own personal safety. Don't try this at home. Bigger power, more, bigger helmet. Mm. So want it. it was gonna <laughs> be it was gonna be hosted at the Redlands BMX track. Right. But because of the border closure, they've postponed it to later in the year. Are these off-road skateboards? Sounds a bit like I'll it. I'll turn my laptop around real quick and we'll post a little, maybe a promo. Whoa. Whoa. That reminds but me of. dirt bike. Imagine a dirt bike racing track for BMX, so, but on a skateboard. So a good friend of ours and our coach who helps us out with our tennis endeavors, um, John Milne, he invented a sport, I think, in the 80s. I could be wrong. Well, this, uh, I hope someone says 80s. that about me one day. Invented a sport. <laughs> Far called, out. called mountain boarding. It's no motor in this. It's a skateboard with three wheels off-road. It's like a downhill... A, tr- a try. Yeah. With like That's um, crazy. off-road wheels. Similar to that, but yeah. um, it just reminded me. I'm going to do my own research on that so yeah, as ma- well. Mountain boarding. Mountain boarding. Summer sport, I guess. Yeah. Alpine, but no he, snow. I think it was very big in the US. When the skate- oh, they do when, have a lot of mountains. The, and then the skateboarding... Um, <laughs> little fact for you. <laughs> Whatever, yeah, whatever, yeah, dec- yeah, whatever decade it was, skateboarding kicked off. Skateboarding's been around a surprisingly long time. It has. But, yeah, anyway. We'll do another. <laughs> sk- we'll do a skateboarding retrospective another well, day. Skateboarding's yeah. in the Olympics this yeah, year. Yeah, buddy earth. Okay, well, if you've come this far in the podcast, thanks again for listening. Um, we want to also thank again our podcast sponsor, Kial Organic Beef. And also, Hell's Bells. Is it Hell's Bells? We need some results, mm. please, from the goalball. I'll, I'll email um, anyone listening Catherine. that knows anything about goalball, sporting wheels. in particular, <laughs> album, uh, Albion Indoor Sporting Queensland Complex. Championships. We, we want to know some results. Okay. Um, and once again, pretty keen for the Olympics. Stay tuned for next week, week one Olympic recap. And boys, thanks again for joining me for a lovely chat about sport. And we'll, see you, next, we'll see you next week. Can't wait.